Father, we come in the strong name of our Lord Jesus, and we ask that you, precious Holy Spirit, will speak to our hearts. Lord, we don't want to just hear words, but we want these words to, in some way, receive your anointing and go specifically to our hearts in the specific way you intend for each individual one of us. Lord, you are good, and all that you do is good. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So uh, last winter, not this past winter, the one we're just coming out of, but the winter before, I decided to try to learn how to make bread. Now, not bread bread, but kind of sweet breads. So I made it my business to learn how to make different things like banana nut bread and cranberry bread and pumpkin bread, etc., etc. It was kind of fun, and it was a good pastime when the winter was here. I made some, well, just about two weeks ago again. Now, in the midst of all that, I got the idea, why don't I make bread bread? My mother used to make great bread and great buns, and I thought, well, maybe I ought to do that. But I have to admit, I got completely spooked off of it because of one thing, and that is yeast. (laughs) I'll tell you, for me, the whole concept of how much yeast and what is yeast, it's kind of like magic. And I decided, nope, I'm going to be a no yeast guy. I'm not making bread with yeast. I'll do other things. I'm part of the anti-yeast group, at least in the making of bread. And what surprised me was when I went to scripture and I found out that there was a festival that was in essence an anti-yeast festival It's found in Exodus chapter 12. It's a preparation time. And one of the things that had to happen is that the Israelites would need to spend seven days sweeping their house clean of anything that might include yeast. I mean, wiping off the cabinets and sweeping up the floor. And if there was a soup or any other kind of seasoning that had a yeast in it, it had to go out. Can you imagine? This wouldn't be a a small task, given that yeast is pretty much like sand. It's tiny. And it was their obligation to make sure it was all gone. And so they had to work very hard at this task and give an ultimate deep clean And it was all in preparation for receiving the gifts and the promise of God. It it was a big deal. And it, it makes me think of the teachings of Jesus and the teachings of Paul when they would say things like, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees. Now, Now, what exactly did they mean by that? And what did Paul mean? When he said in Galatians chapter uh, uh, 2 and 3 and 4, he talks about yeast and he says, even the littlest bit can infiltrate the whole dough. And in the case of Jesus and in the case of Paul, they were likening yeast to sin. And they were saying, you've got to be very, very careful especially in a season of preparation, which by the way, we're in right now during this Lenten season, to examine your life and make sure there's no yeast that's present. You see, 
Jesus was saying of the Pharisees, look, they, they loved being adored, performing, receiving praise. They loved self-righteousness, judging other people. And Jesus says a little bit of that can spoil the whole dough. And Paul, he was going a little different direction with it. And he was saying, look, if you think that obeying the law is what's going to make you right with God, that's a yeast that does not work well with the message of the kingdom. And Paul went so far as to say a little bit can spoil it at all, and that we have to get rid of this, get rid of that old way of performing and measuring up and trying to make sure we've done, you know, everything necessary to be right with God. Paul said we are right with God because of Jesus. And then we want to ask the Lord to search us in order that we can see, is there anything about the way we're living our lives that's inconsistent with the way of Christ? Now, we we know that our security is based on faith in Jesus. We know that. And it is reason for praise. It's one of the things that causes us to jump up and down about the gospel of Christ. Just like Paul said in Romans chapter 3, God has made a way of righteousness for us by faith in Christ. And we all need it. And all we have to do is to believe, surrendering our lives to Jesus. We know that. That's the place of... Great celebration for those of us who are followers of Christ. But on the other hand, we need to be careful that we don't allow things to come into our lives that are really the way not of Christ, but the way of the world. Yes, and even the way of sin. And how we begin to ask God to look at us and to see, is there anything going on in us that is inconsistent with our walk with Jesus. Now, I want you to think back to the last verses of Psalm 139. We all know them well. Search me, O Lord. See if there is any offensive way in me. Now, now think of that verse in light of what was taught in Exodus 12, in this anti-yeast festival. You got to search the house. Yeast is like grains of sand. Seven days over, sweep it, clean it, get rid of it. Because it's going to get in the way of your walk and your celebration of God's redemptive message. Search me, O Lord. Am I a person who wants praise in the courtyard? Believes my performance gives me standing with you? Am I a person who, well, judges other people because I believe that I'm better than them, more acceptable than them? This is yeast. And then we can go on to other things, our our attitude toward people, our thought life, our actions. This is why the cleansing of sin by Jesus is such an unbelievably redemptive gift that God gives us. He's cleansing us of all this. God wants us to live in sincerity, in truth. And that's one of the reasons that we cry out, oh God, search me. So I've been thinking about this. You know, um, in the Lenten season, we often 
uh, think about this idea of giving something up. I remember growing up in a, a very Catholic village where my Catholic friends, which we were not, would, particularly during Lent, they would have ashes on their forehead on, on, uh, on the first day of Lent, on Ash Wednesday, and then they would have to give up something. And, and that has kind of come over into the Protestant tradition. But it's not just about giving up chocolate or not watching TV. It's about looking into our lives to see, have we allowed the yeast of the world and even the yeast of sin to come into our lives, not because God will turn his back on us, because we know that that's not the case because of Jesus, but because it compromises our lives. It infiltrates, it gets into, if you will, the whole dough. And I think this is a good time for us to ask the question, God, turn your searchlight on me. Where is it that I might be failing to live out the gospel of Christ in sincerity and truth? Where is it that I may have wandered away from the centrality of Jesus in my life? Where might I be compromising my walk because I've embraced, embraced activities that are inconsistent with who I am in Jesus? You know, that's the definition of sin we use, the failure to live out of who you really are in Christ. Also, where, Lord, may I be in bondage to a religious spirit that I believe that somehow it's my behavior that gives me standing with you and then I judge others because they don't measure up? All of this, even the little bit of it, can work itself into our lives. And before we know it, we're in a spot that we never really intended to be. So here we are, you know, this season of Lent, a season of preparation. Maybe this is a good thing to remember that crying out, search me, O God, has a long tradition in Scripture. And what we're wanting God to look at in our lives is the degree to which we may have begun to live in a way inconsistent with who we really are as God's children. I think this is the perfect time for us to turn to our precious Holy Spirit, the precious Holy Spirit, and say, search me. Maybe God will show us where we have embraced a judgmental attitude or a self-righteousness. Maybe he will show us where we are doing things now that are not growing out of our walk in Jesus. I think this is the, the focal point of Lent. This is the, the good thing for us to do in this Lenten season. And we don't do it out of fear, but out of the joy of a father who welcomes us into his arms and wants to cleanse us of everything that our choices and the world has put upon us in order that we can stand secure, in order that we can walk the way of Jesus, the way Jesus walked the way. Okay, so back to bread. Yes, I love to eat bread, and I love it when someone else makes bread, even with yeast, but I'm an anti-yeaster. 
And part of the way that manifests in my life is to say to God, search me. Show me if there's an offensive way. May the smallest grain of sand, the smallest piece of yeast that has begun to work itself into my life be revealed. And may I come to you in joyful repentance because I want to walk the way of Jesus, the way Jesus walked the way, not in my strength, but by God's grace. Maybe together we can pray that. Search us, O Lord, to your glory and to your honor. 